Hello. Hello. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Alchemist Way podcast. I'm super excited for this guest. She's an absolutely amazing and beautiful woman. Her name is Stephanie Boyd. She's a life coach specializing in helping women with herpes release the guilt of their diagnosis and reclaim their confidence. She is a certified firewalker, has a master's in administration of human services and a bachelor's in behavioral sciences with certificates in child advocacy and conflict resolution. Three years ago, she woke up thinking she had a spider bite. After going to the doctor the next day, she found she was diagnosed with HSV2. Her brain began to spin with horrible thoughts when she lived in denial for a while before realizing she was living her life with a lack of boundaries, searching for love in all the wrong places, and numbing out on food to fill the void inside. Then she woke up and realized she was put on this earth to be... She wasn't put on this earth to be mediocre <laughs> and she was worthy of sharing her story and wanted to stand up for the stigma around sexual health. She began to dive deep into her own personal healing, personal development and managing her emotions. So hi, Stephanie, how's it going today? It's going well. How are you? I'm wonderful. So this is kind of in a really raw niche. This isn't something that I have seen come across my desk in the healthcare field before. Um, I've been a holistic wellness practitioner before, and I have not ever found somebody that has been an advocate for somebody that has the herpes virus. So I would like for you to tell me about where you were before you started working as a coach. I want to kind of just know a little bit more about like what your lifestyle was and you know, how this changed your life, you know, kind of like yeah. that story. Yeah, for sure. So I have been in the restaurant industry for about 15 years. Um, I was bartending full-time college student and was doing all the things all the time. <laughs> um, at one point I was working like 70 hours a week and going to school because I just thought that was like normal behavior. <laughs> um, college life. Yeah, yeah. So it was just crazy, but I definitely didn't value like my own boundaries or my life or anything of that nature. I it's not that I didn't value my life. I won't say that, but it was more like I wasn't fully aware and present in, in everyday moments. I was just like living like out here in La La Land. And, you know, after my herpes diagnosis, I was more so able to start to become more in my feminine energy and start to really be present in all the moments and grateful for so many things. So that's a little bit of my backstory. <laughs> that's awesome. So when you first found out that you were diagnosed, what were kind of like the thoughts and feelings and processes that you went through? What was yeah, that? So yeah, I definitely had like so many feelings. I thought I was dirty. Um, I didn't want people to even hug me. I was like, who's ever going to want to sleep with me again? Um, 
I really didn't want to tell that many people because like I said, I was a bartender and at this bar, it was like very popular uh, place. And I'm like, great. Like if I sleep with a customer and I disclose to him and then he's going to tell somebody else, like what if that doesn't work out? Like it was just like so much pressure on me. And I will admit that at first I was in denial. I didn't disclose to um, every partner right away because I was like, I don't know what that looks like. That's not something that I would do now. Like I'm all about disclosing. Right. Absolutely. But going through that, it's yeah. Going through that, it's really, um, it creates a lot of uh, pressure in your life. You're like, what do I do in these situations? Because you also don't know on the other hand, now looking back, like what the other person has either. Right. Well, and did you ever have a time or an experience with a partner, whether it was a boyfriend or somebody that you were intimate with? Did you ever have somebody that was had a lack of interest for you after you had told them and you were honest? Did that ever create any issues in relationships for you? Yeah. So um, the one guy or two guys, I think that I disclosed to. Um, prior to getting into a pretty serious relationship, um, I told one guy like after we had already been intimate and you know, I don't think that played a role well into it. Um, but I, I personally don't feel as though like it's the herpes diagnosis that people might ghost you for, or might not talk to you any more for. I think it's more so they can't handle your honesty and they also don't want to maybe look at their own sexual history and be like, shit, like, could I have that as well? Because 90% of the population has it, and 80% of, of that 90% doesn't know that they have it. Right. So it's a very, like, common virus, and people aren't tested for it unless they're having outbreaks, because doctors feel like, why should I test you for this if you're not having an outbreak? And that just kind of adds more to the stigma because people don't believe that that's true. <laughs> or yeah, absolutely. I actually have a girlfriend that she was diagnosed, gosh, probably 10 years ago, and she kind of has a similar story to yours, and um, she didn't have outbreaks. Like, she went in and got tested when she found out she was pregnant, and that's actually how they found out, because they start doing all the testing and all the cultures and all, you know, whatnot for HIV and all that stuff. And that's how she had the news broken to her. So she had to go through some hell with that and explain that to her husband and everything. It was quite the, quite the task. So you coach women through finding confidence in themselves and through the diagnosis, like fighting that stigma and, you know, reclaiming their lives essentially, because when you get this diagnosis, you know, like you said yourself, it's associated with being overly like sexually promiscuous, like you're a slut, you're dirty. Um, nobody wants to have anything to do with you. So walk me through like where you're at today in your journey. Today, I obviously am <laughs> very active on social media talking about um, my herpes diagnosis and the way that I'm very thankful for actually knowing that I have this virus because knowing I'm better able to take care of myself, I'm better able to learn how to manage my emotions and be aware of like when I'm feeling super stressed and like when I actually need to like take a chill pill and uh, incorporate more like self-care into my routines. Like that is like my number one priority in life now That's is 
what's up? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been really, really awesome. So why don't you kind of, you know, so as you were learning your tools in your toolbox, um, what are things that you tried and what were like one to two of the struggles and things that blocked you from being able to excel at a rapid rate? You know, like what are some of the objections that you gave yourself through your transformational journey? Yeah, I definitely have like had major mind blocks, obviously, you know, like thinking like, okay, well, I disclosed to this guy and he's okay with it. So let me like stick around in that relationship a little longer because that's what makes me feel comfortable. But being able to push past that and know that at the end of the day, everybody has this virus <laughs> at some form in another and it's so so important to know that like you don't have to settle just because you have a virus you can still find love you can still do all the things like as long as you're willing to put in the work with yourself and really find that unconditional love from within that's what makes all the difference so at what point did you find self-acceptance for yourself it was after I started going through um, my emotional eating journey with the coach and really started to take more, um, more pride in like being in my feminine energy and more pride in like being able to slow down and like embrace the flow of my life rather than like having to do all of the things all the time. It was like, okay, what can I eliminate from my plate and like outsource? and get those things done rather than, you know, trying to do all these things because I wanted that gold star at the end of the day. Like I am recovering a perfectionist as well. So it's like hard to let go of control at times, you know, but I need to, because if I have too much on my plate, I'll have an outbreak. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because it's definitely stress related. So you mentioned emotional eating. So mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I've always, um, what's that? So tell us a little bit more about how that played into your emotional journey. Yeah, so that was actually what I first started diving into. And then I realized that um, I needed to start healing the um, herpes part of myself too. So I was diving into the emotional eating part because I was never comfortable in my own skin. I was constantly thinking I was fat. Like I thought I was fat like my entire life. And then just by like uh, body image issues and all of those types of things. And, you know, by really starting to heal my relationship with food, it helped me internally heal my relationship with myself and love my body unconditionally, no matter what I feel it with, because I know that, you know, at the end of the day, it's okay. Like nothing, nothing major is going to happen if you eat a donut, like, you know, like it's okay to do what you want to do as long as you're happy inside. So for you, I know that you're just getting like going kind of like on your coaching business. So if you were to have somebody come to you that had this diagnosis, you know, if they had been diagnosed in the last couple of weeks, what advice would you give them to start helping them deal with it? I would suggest to them that they try to figure out exactly the emotions that they're feeling right now and really start to um, look back and see if any other area in their life have they ever seen these emotions show up before because 
in my experience, in my opinion, you know, this is just like the cherry on top of all of the things, right? Like at some other point we've been ghosted and we felt unwanted or at some other point we've been broken up with and we felt unworthy or whatever it may be. Maybe at one point some guy called us a slut and then we felt dirty. You know, we can always unravel and bring things back to it. Even when we were children, when, you know, maybe we didn't get dad's approval for something or mom's approval for something. Oh, absolutely. And really start, right? Like, and really start to pull back and see where the correlation with the two are. So let me ask you this. I kind of want to dive into this with you. Do you feel like contracting this illness or disease, you know, whatever label you want to slap on it, do you think that that was something that you needed to have in your life to teach you how to love and value yourself? 1000%. Because I think that we can get other diagnoses such as, um, like I was, I had not diagnosed. I was, I had chlamydia at one point, but chlamydia can go away. Right. You know, so once we have something that quote unquote can't go away, that's when it's like, holy shit, I need to start changing. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. That kind of reminds me of this analogy that I use with some of my own clients and my friends and my family that are, that I give them to when they're like going through these catastrophes in their life and they've had diagnosis or they've like been broken up with in relationships. You know, it's kind of like you get these little knocks on the door and you'll be faced with small situations. And then over time, the knock keeps getting louder and louder and louder until you get that proverbial swift kick in the ass and you're actually faced to deal with it. That's, is, would you say that's similar to what you've experienced in your life? I sound, I, that sounds spot on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because like you said, I needed that, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't like I was having a horrible life, you know, but I wasn't living to my fullest potential or, you know, I definitely was undervaluing who I was sharing my energy with in the bedroom and just being like, okay, let me settle for that, you know, comfort level that night with a guy instead of like really valuing like what I have to offer inside and not giving my body to just any Joe Schmo. Right. And that's, that's a huge thing in our culture today because, you know, with, how society and media has taught women to look a certain way that we have to be that fitness model. We have to look a certain way in a swimsuit. If you're overweight, you have to cover up this and you can't wear that. Don't eat this because you know, you have to be super model skinny. Or if you want to be in embody that feminine energy with somebody, then if you over embody that you're a slut, if you, even you go the other way if you don't embody that enough and you're approved you your study so i mean it's it's really interesting to see how your journey has taken place and i love the fact that you are bringing this kind of empowerment to women because i i you know we see this a lot this is not something that people talk about and i've been watching your videos and your posts and i love the energy that you bring because I mean, girl, I would hire you in a minute if I had this diagnosis because I feel that you have something really strong to bring to the table. And I think you're going to help a lot of people. I'm really excited to see this. Yeah, I definitely, you know, it's needed. I mean, there's so many women out there and there's men too. It's not just women. There's men too, you know, that are just suffering in silence. And it's, it's time to just stop the stigma 
and stand in our power and know that like we're not alone, but we have the responsibility within ourselves to heal ourselves so we don't worry about what's going on in the outside anymore. Absolutely. So where where is something that you can help your what is something that you're doing right now that you're helping clients with? Do you have some programs? Do you have like one-on-one -on -one coaching? Like what are you doing to help your clients move through this process right now? Yeah, so right now um, I have a free masterclass on Wednesday, January 15th, which I'm hosting. Um, that will be inside my Facebook group. And then I also am launching my four-week uh, coaching program. It's called Shed, where we start shedding back layers of ourselves after our herpes diagnosis to really start to understand like, what is this going to look like for me and how can I really start to forgive myself after I've been diagnosed? And I do offer a one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, you seem pretty confident in where you feel you are in your life and dealing with all of this. Um, do you ever still have setbacks throughout your day, you know, your weeks, your months? Do you ever still go back to those times where you feel dirty, you feel all the raw negative emotions, or would you say that you've overcome that now? I think that it's normal that every now and then we can revisit those thoughts, but not staying there as long is what's important, you know, because no matter what, like that was a part of me at one point. So if somebody rejects me, of course, my conscious thoughts are to go back into, you know, another time where I felt dirty and, you know, all those memories start replaying in your mind, like, oh, here was proof, here was proof, here was proof. But like I said, not staying there as long and beating yourself up over it throughout the rest of the day is what is important. Giving yourself that grace and compassion and knowing that it's okay. You are not that person anymore. You've grown. You have overcome so much. So what, so when you get in those frames of mind inside yourself, what do you specifically do to help you suck yourself out of your you know, black hole. Are you journaling? Do you meditate? What kind of tools do you have in your toolbox that help you to deal with that? That might be yeah. beneficial to some of our listeners today. Yeah. So I definitely journal. I pull that journal right out and I ask myself, like, what are you feeling right now? What's coming up for you? Um, why are you feeling this way? And just really start to have a conversation with myself because we have so many thoughts throughout the day that it's so important for us to just get them out and get them on paper. And if you're not feeling like you want to write, you know, pull out your voice journal, your voice memo on your iPhone and, you know, talk to yourself, like who cares? And then you can play it back to yourself and be like, Oh, does that sound right? And most of the time you're going to be like, what the heck am I even saying? Um, I definitely do some tapping techniques as well, some EFT techniques, um, breath work. Hang on for just a minute. So you say EFT. I personally know what that is, but do you want to explain to our listeners what that is? I personally do not teach it. I just put it, use the practice on myself. Okay. Yeah. So, just so you guys know, and, um, EFT is a technique that you guys tap on different points to help release negative emotions to reprogram the subconscious mind where you guys are filled with positive emotions. So I, and it works. I personally use this as a tool to help get rid of my congestion. As I said, I've been experiencing this cold for the last couple of weeks. So it's been something that's been beneficial to me, which is awesome. What else do you use, girl? 
um, and breath work. So yes. just like a, a three inhale, outhale, and then some other deep breath things that my coach has taught me to do, which have been very beneficial. Sometimes I'll go for a walk. It all depends on what lights me up and I know can just shift my, my mood. So now that you've kind of reclaimed yourself, what are the things that you're enjoying in your life? What lights you up? Swinging on the swings. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love coloring now. <laughs> Again, like just really like childlike activities, like the smallest things light me up inside. That's awesome. So do you have kids? Nope. Nope. No kids. So do you work from home or do you have an office in your city? I work from home. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm getting ready actually to move to San Diego. Ah, where are you currently at now? I am in Wilmington, Delaware on the East Coast. You're moving quite a ways. What is taking you to San Diego? The weather and the scooters because my little girl inside loves the scooters. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. We have those here in Boise, Idaho. People are just zipping them around everywhere. It's nuts. So um, let's, we can kind of start wrapping stuff up here. Um, so what are some of the biggest things that you have done to impact people inside your business so far? So I think just really being a voice for women with herpes has been such a huge impact. I get messages all the time of how much people just appreciate me sharing my story and being so open about, you know, talking about how cold sores are herpes <laughs> and, you know, people really gaining awareness that, you know, we're not alone and it's okay that you have this virus. So, yes. So you've said that you're a coach. Um, how can people get in touch with you? You know, um, tell us what your website is or if you have an email that people should be finding or, Instagram, go ahead and share all your handles on this episode so we know how to get a hold of you. Yeah, so my Instagram handle is um, at Stephanie L. Boyd underscore. And then you can also find me on Facebook at Stephanie Lynn Boyd as well. And my website is under construction right now, so it should be up and running soon. Love it. All right, guys, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. I also want to remind you guys the 21-day detox challenge, the alchemy of detox, is open. This is a 21-day program that will help you stretch beyond your comfort zone and help you form new eating habits, exercise, and the way that you think and feel about your body. This is a done-for-you program that you'll get all my tip tricks and hacks and my support 100% through your health journey. In this 21-day detox challenge, you get over 50 food recipes for food, juice, and smoothies. You're going to get my latest book, The Detox Theory. You're going to get food journals, a meal planner, unlimited email access to my team, and you will get a VIP Facebook group that you will also get live coaching calls. So to find that, all you do is have to go to www.candaceandalden.com the alchemy of detox and I will post that in the podcast notes. Thank you for joining us on the alchemist way podcast and have a wonderful day.